Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hi, I'm Brad Hirschfield, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. Today we are learning Daf Lamud Bet. This Daf flows from the Mishnah quoted on the bottom of the previous page, a Mishnah which is as easy to translate as it is difficult and even genuinely painful to try and understand. The Mishnah begins as follows: Al shalosh averot nashim metot b'sha'at ledatan, al she'enan zihirot benida bechala uvehadlakat ner. For three transgressions, women die during childbirth because they were not careful or scrupulous with nida, with separating challah, and in the lighting of Shabbat candles. The rest of the daf will continue to try and explain both why people die unexpected deaths and the challenges of making sense of living in what is often experienced clearly for the rabbis and sometimes for many of us as what can be a dangerous or sometimes threatening world. The premise of this Mishnah is that transgression can explain and or justify people's deaths, specifically women during childbirth. I want to be very clear that our attempt here, my attempt here, to engage this discussion and to make sense of this is not because I agree with this approach, but in fact because I believe it is crucial to try and meet texts where they are, even when we find them disturbing, even to the point of being repellent. But surely the attempt to try and make sense of what seems all but impossible to make sense is something which we all understand because we all do it at different times in our lives. And so I hope that we can look at a few examples here, starting with the premise from this Mishnah that, in fact, sin can explain the deaths of these women. And initially, the Gemara tries to use biblical exegesis, some linkages, some drashot to try and do that. In the beginning of Amud Bet, Amud Aleph continues about four lines from the top, even if we can accept the underlying premise being that people do die because of their sins, these women die because of the commission of these three sins or the omission of these mitzvot. Why specifically during the time of their delivery? Amar Rava, Rava says, Nafal Torah Chada Lasakina, when the ox falls, sharpen the knife. In other words, women are already vulnerable at this moment 
And so it becomes the time to visit their sins upon them. So we have first an explanation based on Drashot, then an explanation that accepts the theology, but says this is really a time of convenience. And it goes on a few lines down, Vigavre Hechamid Bekeh. Okay, so we've answered presumably for men. What about for women? Amarish Lakish Bisha'asha Ovrim al Hagesher. When men cross over bridges, that's their time of vulnerability when such things will be visited upon them if they are deserving. Gesher Vitulo? You mean to tell me only when men are crossing bridges do we experience this, but no other time? Ema Ke'en Gesher. So really, it's anything that's like a Gesher, any point of crossing over where there is vulnerability. Rav lo avad b'mabra diyativ be'akum. And they start to give examples that Rav did not go on a boat if there was a Gentile sitting on it. Amar, he said to himself, Dilma mifkidle dina alei umatafisna bahade. Maybe this Gentile... Is, has done something, and the ship will be capsized on his account, and I will get caught. Which is a pretty strange response, when the God is in control, but somehow there'll be an accidental death, even when God is in control. Clearly, there's an awareness that even if there is judgment, it doesn't always work perfectly. It continues, Shmuel lo avar, ela bimabra, de'ipe akum. Now we have the reverse, making it even more almost absurd what's going on here, that Shmuel would not get on a boat unless there was a Gentile on it. Amar, sitna batre ume lo shalit, because the Satan doesn't control or exercise authority over two nations at the same time. And so he would presume that, of course, Gentiles are more guilty than Jews, and if there was a boat with a Gentile on it, he would only try and get rid of the Gentiles, so he, the Jew, even if he's guilty, will be safe. Again, it turns out now the same reality, the same challenge, is approached in absolutely opposite ways, making it pretty clear that, even for a casual reader, it may be that none of this really makes satisfying sense in any way. And that seems to be the next possibility. Rav Yanai Badik V'Avar. Rav Yanai would check the boat for its seaworthiness, and then he would cross. Rav Yanai Latame. Rav Yanai went according to his own logic. De Amar Le Olam Lo Aal Yaamod Adam B'Makom Sakana Lomar Shosin Lo Nes Shema Ein Osin Lo Nes Rav Yanai was pretty straightforward. He said, don't assume that you can place yourself in a position of danger and presume that a miracle will happen, because perhaps a miracle will not happen. And he goes further, and even if that miracle happens, it somehow debits your account of heavenly credits. And so better not to be in a dangerous place, thus avoiding the whole problem, but of course people still die, so giving us no answer. Tana Devei Rabbi Ishmael, trying to give yet another approach. Ki pol hanofel mimenu, talking about the verse in which people are commanded to build a wall around their roof, and the one who falls is called a faller. Claiming that in fact the verse in the Bible 
can refer to the one who falls from the roof as a faller, not just as a person who had an accident, because he was destined to fall from the time of creation. That, in fact, it has nothing to do with checking or not checking or mitzvot or not mitzvot. It seems like this was all part of some cosmic plan. And then it goes even further. And scripture calls him a faller, an ofel. And the only reason we put up the wall is to try and make ourselves more careful because typically bad things happen through bad people and good things happen through good people. And as a homeowner, you want one of the good people and protect bad things from happening. And so there is no rhyme or reason to this. All you can really do is position yourself to try and make the best of the reality in which you find yourself and in fact to be a conveyor of good things and not a conveyor of bad things. The DAF continues trying to work through these issues and in the end tries to give somewhat more rational but still somewhat unsatisfying responses about eight lines from the bottom of Lamed Bet, Ba'avon bitul trumotu ma'asrot, for the sin, because now we're moving toward a whole list of other sins and the deaths and terrible things that observe, failing to observe them causes, that not observing trumotu ma'asrot, the tithes and other donations to support the priesthood and the temple, shamayim ne'etzarim milahori talumatar, do and rain don't fall from the sky, v'hayoker hoveh, and High prices become the norm. V'asechar ibed, and profit in the marketplace is lost. Ubnei adam ratzin achar parnasatan ve'en magi'in. And people try and make a living, but they can't. Here we seem to have moved from where we started with drashot, exegesis, and moving through logic claims, and then to a kind of absurdity, to finally get to a place where the failure to observe certain mitzvot, in this case ones which govern economic justice, result in an economically unviable world. I don't know that any of these answer fully, but this attempt to create a rational underpinning is where the next staff will take us and where we'll look more closely tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One B, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.